0: Call, let's watch the rain as it's falling down. Well, let's do that small repeat.
1: Welcome to Blurs United, whoever you are, wherever and whenever you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. I'm Disa, as ever with Yazzie, and we're just a blur couple, navigating our way through all these geek fandoms and uniting them for your consumption. So we got a great show for you over here today. It is obviously over and under's day. We talk about what things that were are overrated, some things that are underrated. And uh, just as a little bit of a preview, I want to tell you that critics... Deadpool, um, The Walking Dead, and Titans all make the list today. Um, we're going to be talking about that later. We are going to also be t- giving you the news, obviously. Um, but first and foremost, I wanted to wish everybody a wonderful, a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that uh, you're sitting across each other on today looking at that turkey as you listen to this podcast. No, seriously, don't listen to the podcast while you're at the table with your family. I know you're thankful for having Blurred United in your life. Thank you so much. As Yazzie and I both agree, it's been wonderful having you guys listen to the cast. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. But look... You don't need to. You don't need to listen to it while you're at the dinner table. Enjoy each other's turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce and collard greens and whatever it is you you enjoy on Turkey Day, okay? Enjoy each other's company. Enjoy and listen to us after, before or after Turkey Day, okay? But uh, up until then, here's the news and enjoy Thanksgiving. Earlier this week, we got our very, very first look at the Kim Possible live-action movie. Okay, it wasn't the whole first look at the movie, but it was just a look at Shigo and Draken. Now, this movie was announced earlier this year, and tw- earlier this year, that is 2018. Filming is already underway in Vancouver. It is going to be the third movie produced by... the Produced by Disney for the Disney Channel, starring centered around this particular character. But it's going to be the very first live-action movie. Um, the Shigo and Draken look gives hope. People are going crazy. People have wanted Kim Possible back on air. Um, I personally am one of those people who wants Kim Possible back on air. I think that the look was very legit. Though it will, must be stated that Draken did not have his characteristic blue tone, and Shigo is not that super pale character from the movies, from from the cartoon. But look, those kind of things, as we have seen with Thor's arms and arm, arms and all that, that can be done in post production. So I'm not getting down on that just yet. But I think that the looks are super legit. Um, Draken, of course, is going to be played by. Todd Stasnyak? I'm going to go with Stasnyak. That's what I have written down here in my terrible, legibly, poorly written handwriting. And Taylor Ortega is playing Shigo, uh, with Sadie Stanley as the title character. The movie debuts in 2019 on the Disney Channel. I'm looking forward to it. I'm a big Kim Possible fan. I love the entire universe. It is a great little fun look i do have one thing though if christina Milian does not come back to do the song i'm gonna get upset anyway tell us what you think about it rumors of daredevil season four being canceled or moved to disney plus might have been just a tad bit presumptuous apparently According to his official Twitter account, Eric Olsen, the showrunner for the claimed Marvel, uh, not cinematic universe, but Netflix universe, MNU as we like to call it, has claimed to have pitched the season to Netflix. Um, he announced this on his official Twitter account, but look... Obviously, this is all in flux. We have no idea what the problem is between Disney and Netflix, if at all there is a problem. We don't know whether or not Netflix have any power to decide such a thing, given that Disney are starting their own streaming service. Their own, sorry, I should say direct-to-consumer streaming service. Now, this could be just in motion, but we're not sure what's going to happen with it. We, we are all a little bit confused about the situation. I personally would like to see Daredevil continue on Netflix. I think that having diversity in who and how the content is produced is very, very important to the Marvel Universe. As long as it is con- continues to be linked, and I don't see a problem in Marvel having some properties on television, on ABC, like uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is, some on Netflix, like Punisher and Daredevil. In fact, it might work to have Daredevil and Punisher in that universe. I have some of the more hardcore characters, you know, the characters who are willing to drop an F-bomb here, there, and anywhere on that sort of streaming service, while have the more PG-13 type characters, you know, this is your Spider-Man's, this is your Captain America's, the characters that can be PG-13, let them continue. Let them come to, sorry, I should say, come to the Disney Plus or D Plus, as I like to call it. Um, Anyway, you guys tell us what you think. Yeah, baby, it's groovy. Does it get you randy Thinking that this might be another Austin Powers Yes, yes, yes Apparently it has been confirmed By Mike Myers That Austin Powers Yes, Austin Powers It has been that long since we saw an Austin Powers But the last time we saw him Was in Goldmember That celeb cameo infused effort Look I was not a fan of the last Austin Powers movie I thought that it was Celeb fueled and just filled with too many cameos and they lost the essence of what made the that what made the movie good in the first place. Um, anyway, Mike Myers confirmed that he's writing the movie. Look, writing something does not mean that it's gonna end up becoming a movie. We know that from Hollywood. Hollywood has tons of scripts. Remember that that Nicolas Cage? Superman movie that was rumored to have been around look that was written there's an actual script out there somewhere somebody wrote that thing somebody got paid for writing that thing it's out there writing something does not mean that it's going to be made do I want it to be made? yeah I think that the the the, the time is right. I think that Austin Powers if they frame it correctly as a send up of the entire super, of the entire thriller genre look he has a lot of fodder before it used to just be a a um it used to just be a james bond send up but there's a lot of other guys of his type that he could mock in this one look there's jason bourne there's the new james bond obviously as well as the mike the the tom Cruises, uh the ethan hunt there's a lot of things that he can mock in this that I think that there could be fodder for it. I don't know if it's a good idea to play with something like that, but I do know this. Nobody, but nobody, can play this character but Mike Myers. I I, I, I just... I cannot see anybody, anybody being Austin Powers but Mike Myers. It's kind of like Ron Burgundy. Can you actually see anybody else playing Ron Burgundy? No. It's so synonymous with his character. I think that Mike Myers creates characters like this. Like, uh, what what is that? that? Uh, he creates lots of characters like this. Like Shrek. I can't see anybody else playing Shrek, for instance. I can't see anybody else playing, um, god, I'm forgetting the name of that movie uh the rock and roll one from the early 90s i I forgot i forgot the name of it right now but nobody can play this character but mike myers and i think that i would like to see it i'm actually gonna get on the get off the fence right now and say i want it to happen i want to see mike myers play this character again i think that the world is ripe for more satire of this particular genre anyway tell us what you think josh brolin has come out and said it he thinks that iron man is his favorite MCU movie. Now, the Thanos actor was asked who his favorite, what his favorite MCU mo- movie was, and he simply said Iron Man. Look, he said the reason for it was Iron Man set the template for the entire MCU in terms of tempo and tone. I completely agree. Some of you scroll down on our Instagram and you'll see where we said it. We stated that Jon Favreau is the father, is one of the father, an architect of the entire MCU, and he's underrated. We think that, and we agree with Josh Brolin completely on this, we think that Iron Man is the MCU. It set the template, it set the tone, it set how the MCU is going to progress. It was the first of its kind, and very, pardon me, it was the first kind of movie of its type. And it set the entire superhero genre on its head and changed the genre from being that dark, just just dark for the sake of being dark kind of movie that Chris Nolan did and DC were doing at the time, and created this lighter sort of tone for the superhero movie, where it's no there's no lack of consequence, but there is humor and there is positivity, and it set the entire tone. Look, my feeling is if John Favreau if Kevin, sorry, if Kevin Feige is the Stan Lee of the MCU, just the MCU, you know, the architect of the MCU, then I would say that John Favreau might, should maybe considered to be the Jack Kirby of the MCU in terms of Kevin Feige has set out what the characters are going to be, how the whole thing works, but you need an artist to actually paint within those lines, to create the lines, to paint the lines, to give it tone and texture. And that's what John Favreau did. So Josh Brolin, Thanos himself, I completely agree. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Look, I think having Ryan Reynolds as the face of Deadpool is kind of overrated. I get it. He's a handsome dude. He's kind of too handsome, isn't he? I kind of love looking at his body. Um, I remember this one time I went to watch a movie of his and um, he took off his shirt and whatnot, and me and my girlfriend were watching it and um, we were holding hands at the time and I think we both gripped a little bit harder at the same time when he came on screen. Look, here's the thing. Deadpool is an ugly disfigured guy behind a mask. Now, do we need it to be Ryan Reynolds? No, it doesn't need to be Ryan Reynolds. Anyone can be Deadpool. Look. Here's the thing about it, he's the merc with a mouth, not merc with an an angel-like visage that makes you question your sexuality. We don't need his face as Deadpool. Detective Pikachu showed that his true skill is his voice, timing, and tonal range. I solemnly believe that Deadpool could be played by Ryan Reynolds for the next 20 years. I really do. Because we can get anybody inside that mask. When he's Deadpool, that could be any well-built guy who knows how to handle himself in an action sequence. In fact, it might already be. We don't know that Ryan Reynolds is doing all these action stunts and whatnot, but we do know that his face is showing up every now and then. Look, I don't think that we need to have Ryan Reynolds in that suit. We can have anybody as long as it's his voice doing it. We could It, it could be Ryan Reynolds' voicing Deadpool. He could be the first non-animated voiced character that's regularly seen in a big-budget movie. That's a brand new territory that Ryan Reynolds is getting into over there. I just think that if it's a case of having to deal with somebody else playing Deadpool instead of Ryan, I don't wanna deal with that. I just don't. I don't wanna have to have anybody else playing Deadpool but Ryan Reynolds. I wanna have more Deadpool, in fact. In fact, this is a great way of including him in the rest of the MCU. Stanley is gone. Heaven rest his soul. But, I think that we all kind of want Deadpool to be the new cameo person in the MCU movies. And how better to do it without having to ship Ryan Reynolds all over the world? He's a busy guy. How better to do it than just have him voice these parts and have anybody inside the mask? And then have him just come in there and just, you know, he's from wherever he is in the world, just come in and say, hey. Hey, what's up? I'm Deadpool. Whatever. You know, give us give us his line. I just think that the idea of having Dead Ryan Reynolds as the face of Deadpool is kind of overrated. But I don't think Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool is overrated. I think that's rated. See? I snuck it in on the there. I snuck it positive as an overrated. See? 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 They're not all negative here. We're not all just negative. We're not just giving people negative stuff. We're nice people over here. What do you guys think? Underrated. Okay, let's talk about DC's Titans. Okay? Now, I know this thing has a relatively unknown cast. It's, it's a bunch of nobodies. They are leaning on absolute first timers or near first timers for this it's transit it has it's filled with transitory story ideas for other shows and it is the first effort from DC on their own platform so I understand why people are a little bit slow to jump on this furthermore This cast hasn't... This unknown cast has rather average acting ability. There's rather average CGI on Beast Boy, for instance. So I'm not oblivious to this show's flaws. In fact, we've given the show a 6.5. It's currently holding steady at a 6.5. But... This action that I'm seeing on this show... Is straight fire, fire. Seriously, the act, the action, the action sequences on this show are daredevil level. Like, I'm not even, I'm not even shitting you here. This is daredevil level choreography with cinematic level direction and cinematography. Like, you need to see that last episode, yo. That last episode with 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 um with the new robin when he takes on the cops are you fucking shitting me that was if if that doesn't float your boat something is seriously wrong with your boat it has leaks in it let me tell you something because that was seriously 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 dope it is it was next level some of the things that they did with the camera flipping and switching that was cinematic that was that was legit cinematic, and you know DC went all out on this. Do not sleep on this show. Look, right now, in my opinion, it is still just Breton. I I thought it was Breton Thwaites who was keeping it all together. But damn, this new Robin is is the other new Robin is is, is straight fire. The Jason Todd character. They even fight slightly, very similarly but you can see there's certain differences in certain execution like robin doesn't like robin uh, dick grayson doesn't go for kill shots doesn't go for permanent damage like yeah. he doesn't go to paralyze people he goes for shoulders and things like that he's no less brutal mind you i mean i mean he's he's, he's throwing he's throwing knives at people's shoulders here this is going to hurt it's gonna leave a mark, but it's not going for kill shots or permanent paralysis like Jason Todd was. Which means that the choreography is written in such a is done in such a way to make sure that it makes sense for the characters. They're thinking about this. Look, this show is making me hanker for a Batman appearance. I, I, I want to see Batman fight because if, if they can do this with Robbins, holy shit! Who knows what they would do with Batman? Because my feeling is whispered quietly but up until we got that warehouse sequence with Ben Affleck we have never actually seen a good batman fight sequence like a legit arkham asylum level you know the video game level fight sequence where batman whoops ass just straight up whoops ass we haven't seen that ever in in, in any movie up until that fight sequence with the, in the warehouse. That was the first time I was like, now that's goddamn Batman. That's what Batman does. Against street-level thugs, he whoops ass. And I want to see that with this. This is giving me hope that when they finally do put in Batman, I know they're going to put in Batman. They're going to give us a Nightwing, Batman, Jason Todd, collabo thing going on. And then, you know, Robin and Batman fight together and he's like, I, st- I still miss you. I miss you, Robin. Dick, there's always a home for you with Alfred and me. It's kind of crap. I don't know. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm just looking forward to it now. All I can think about is that. Yeah, I'm keepin', It's keeping me up at night. Seriously. Anyway, look, if you have not gotten on this show, gotten on this show, just get on it for the action sequences alone. If you have not, man, you are underrating this heavy. Trust me on this. What do you guys think who have seen it? Overrated. Look, there are certain things... There are certain things that we need experts for. Look, I have no idea how to do my taxes. I need an expert for that. I need an accountant for that. I have no idea how to perform open-heart surgery. I need ex- an expert for that. I sometimes incur legal trouble. I need an expert for that. But as for what to watch, I don't know if I need an expert for that. And here I am, we're struck yet again with a situation where critics, mainstream critics, have panned a movie in the geek genre. Namely, Fantastic Beasts. They're saying... It's not good. it got a, it's the first ever first time ever that a movie in the Harry Potter universe got a down rating. was was it wasn't given a positive rating on Rotten Tomatoes. first one ever. you know they are what is it eight movies in? This is the eighth this is the ninth movie and it's the first time they get a negative review from Rotten Tomatoes. This follows on from Venom getting a negative review, but it's going to make more money than Guardians of the Galaxy which got a positive review. So my question I suppose is, are critics' voices, do they matter anymore? You know, I think that the market tends to decide these sort of things. Critics are saying, they, these movies suck. I mean, in Venom's case it genuinely does suck, that was not a good movie, I I, I have no idea who these people are. Who are watching these movies and saying, I love it. I loved Venom. This was the greatest movie ever and I'm going to throw a billion dollars at you. I have no idea who that is. but I, 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 And I beg you, do not make another one, Sony. Do not. Because it's not going to make as much money. This is not as good as Guardians of the Galaxy. It was not. Even though it's making more money than Guardians of the Galaxy worldwide, it's not Guardians of the Galaxy good. It's just not. No one cares. No one wants to see this movie. Anyway, back to this one. The critics don't seem to understand what geeks want to watch. I, I'm, I suppose, in my view, critics don't don't get it. They, they don't understand. They don't. They don't understand how to watch these movies. I think that's the more important thing. They don't understand how we watch these movies and why it is where we're, we're trying. Where we're going back to watch them. Look. Here's the thing, though. I think in some cases, they get it right. They're right about the movie not being any good, but then it's a counterculture sort of thing about, like, we're not going to be told what to do, so we're going to go watch it three, four times just as a big F you, you know? But in other situations, it's genuinely, and I think that might be the case over here with Fantastic Beasts, of them just simply not understanding it. They don't understand the culture. They don't understand what goes into it. They don't understand how we want to watch these movies. They don't understand these things. So if I'm a geek right now, I'm thinking to myself, the the view of a professional mainstream critic, well, it's kind of overrated. I don't know. What do you guys think? Underrated. So, um, you know, let's do this. Let's talk about it. The elephant in the room here. That's going on on television every Sunday night. It's the Walking Dead, right? Look, I get it. I get it. The Walking Dead kind of legit underperformed for multiple seasons. Uh, the, 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 that whole war thing that was that was no good. It was no good. you know they killed Glenn and Abraham, very popular characters, very very popular characters, you know like and and they didn't handle it in the best way. I thought Abraham was handled well, but Glenn, I don't think that that was something that anybody wanted. Nobody wanted that, and it pissed a lot of people off. I get it. The show didn't live up to its tag as the best show on television. It it, it didn't. It hasn't for the last couple of years. But look, here's the thing. This show was always about killing important characters, always. They never shied away from it. Just look at the list of characters. Shane, gone gone remember that chick from the first season i thought she was a long timer no gone they just killed her off there's so many characters you can't even begin to list how many characters they have killed off who you thought were gonna be here for the long haul i thought sonika martin green's character was gonna last i really did and legit i did i was wrong i was dead wrong man they just brought them in they took them out Remember Dr. Dre's character? I forgot the actor's name, but Dr. Dre's character over there. He just disappeared. He just flat out disappeared. We are meant to assume that he was taken by the Walkers. But was he? I don't know. Anyway, there's all kinds of things like that. Look, the war thing was very, very underwhelming to begin with. I never agreed with it. I thought that this was just another governor. This was an expanded governor type situation with a crazy guy who wants power and wants to build bridges and all that stuff. One community fighting against another community. They never explained to me why this was different. Or they never sold to me that this was different for for good reason. But Look. Look. Like, come in closer, come in closer, come in, come in, come come closer, come closer. You listening now? This current storyline that they are on right now brings Walking Dead back. Legit. Trust me. Like, you don't even, you can even have skipped over everything that you have gone on, that's gone on so far. You can skip over it. Because it legit just, like, puts it, like, the characters are, we don't know any more than you do. We have no idea. Look, we had a nice little excursion here about reclaiming society and all kinds of community. What does the future look like with humans and whatnot? But look, this is the thing. They finally understood something that is very, very clear. A show about zombies should put zombies as at the forefront. You can't tell me that a show that is called The Walking Dead is putting zombies on the back burner. They finally got it. They finally, finally got it. It's, it's, it's finally to the forefront. And look, removing Rick, great move. It opens it up. It opens up the whole shebang. Because now all of a sudden, they, we, we are introduced to new characters, fresh leads, what mixing in with the old characters while also exploring new storylines that, frankly speaking, I don't think the old characters would have been able to deal with. I don't think they would have been able to deal with in a legitimate way. It would have been more of the same crap. We would have, we would have all have felt like, but well, we've seen this before. This new leadership that we're having on the show, which is which is which is establishing itself slowly but surely, is going to prove to be more interesting than the seasons we've had before. And I think that The Walking Dead have given themselves another two, maybe even three seasons with the way they're progressing right now. They're setting it up. They're setting it up. I'm I'm telling you, if you have not been watching, get back onto it in this season. Because if you haven't, you've underrated the show, you've underrated the performance level and the writing ability of these actors um, and writers. Trust me, get back on this show. It's worth your while. Anyway, what do you guys think?
0: I'm not wrong. But I never get that back to work. I know it so slow. <laughs> <laughs> That's really about it. I'm going to see you shine in the night. Like a diamond, you are. Friends, but I swear when nobody's around.
1: you like the show or maybe you don't maybe you want to ask us a question or even better give us an answer we have so many questions well you've got a few options to get that done you can of course tweet us at Blurds United you can DM us on Instagram Um, that's also at Blurds United or you can chat to us directly on Facebook or go to our group there join please we always welcome new members or If you're really feeling up to it, you could get the Anchor app and send us a voice note and you can get your voice on this show, telling us whatever it is. Hell, if you ask a really good question, we might even call you in for an interview. How about that?